0: writer media group original hey thanks for dropping by the verse podcast today my name is john i'm glad you are here and thanks for joining me in this daily pursuit to become more perceptive to what the bible says today we're going to be reading colossians chapter 1 verses 27 to 29 let's do it the risk of oversimplifying, which I hope not to do, we're actually doing a mini exploration into this idea of having Christ in us. Like, what does it mean to have Christ in me? I've been a Christian for a long time. Sometimes I don't even know. And I didn't really know until I studied it today. And what I realized is it's actually one of the greatest mysteries of the Christian faith, having Christ in us. It, um, calls out Two seemingly absurd ideas, absurd because they seem contradictory, having Christ in us, that we, one, contend for the faith, which is just um, having a fire and a passion and um, building ourselves up in faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keeping ourselves in God's love, waiting in hope. That's kind of what it means to contend for the faith. So there's that part of it, but that we do it through and with Christ's energy. So having Christ in us, it doesn't mean we stop working, that we sit back and relax. That's kind of what I thought it was. But it also doesn't mean we have to do it all ourselves either. We can contend, we claim, we hold, we affirm, we pronounce and declare our faith. And we do that with Jesus's energy and power, which is a tremendous gift. If you think about it, that he's made possible, we can have strong faith with the power of Jesus. It kind of leaves me undone and humbled, brought to my knees He will bring us to glory. In our weakness, he is strong. He will complete the work he has begun. He himself is within us, leading us back home every step of the way. And every believer has been given this gift. If it's still a little confusing, hang in there with me. We're going to be diving into it a little bit deeper, um, using the studies and the words of People smarter than me, and hopefully, I can communicate what I've learned in a somewhat intelligent way. (laughs) Reading in Colossians, Paul's letter to the church at Colossae, with three truths that lie at the heart of this letter that Jesus is the supreme head of all things, that he shows the world what God is like and that God has made himself known in the person of Jesus Christ. So the church at Colossae was located about 100 miles east of Ephesus. If Ephesus is on the west coast of modern-day Turkey, on the Aegean Sea, opposite from Greece, Colossae was inland. It's likely that it was evangelized in AD 54 to 56. That's when Paul was in the region, although he had actually never been to the city Like many of the churches Paul established, false teachers were wreaking havoc on the church when uh, they left the region. Some of these teachers were teaching a form of mysticism that affirmed Jesus, but not that he was God. Sound familiar? Same stuff's happened today. There is nothing new under the sun. Culturally, we take for granted that the gospel is for everyone. Everyone that all who believe come into the kingdom of God forever, that they'll inherit all of his promises that were made throughout history. But what I learned is that in this first century, that was a radical idea. Strict interpretations of the purity laws in the Torah, which is Genesis through Deuteronomy, made it difficult for the earliest Jewish Christians to believe that Gentiles, who were non-Jews, could really become faithful servants of God. To be a part of that same covenant God made with their ancestors, to be a part of the family of Abraham, that was radical. So, Paul and Timothy wrote to address this and other errors while um, in prison in Rome around AD 60 62. The nature of Jesus Christ as creator and redeemer was a non-negotiable. And he wrote to bring wisdom on these difficult situations. And it was critical to Paul that this church know God in his greatness and glory, rather than this deficient view given to the people of Colossae by the false teachers. So with that context, let's read Colossians chapter 1, verses 27 to 29. So it was actually extremely helpful for me to study why Paul wrote Colossians to really understand these verses, because what it brought to the forefront was what I mentioned, that it's amazing that nothing has changed throughout the millennium. We still face the same issues today in the church and in culture. And it brings back the question that we all have to answer in any circumstance, in every problem, in every argument, what are you going to do with Jesus? Paul says, the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you. Paul uses the term mystery to refer to a truth that was partially and dimly revealed under the old covenant, which was pre-Jesus, but is now displayed in all its fullness to the new covenant people of God. This is who was in the church of Colossae. This was what Paul was talking about. This is us today. Paul identifies the mystery. The mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Our only hope of glory forgiveness, our only hope of reconciliation, our only hope of perfection is Christ in us. That's what Paul is saying. The fact that Christ lives in you, if you are a follower of Jesus, if you are a Christian, if you are a believer, the fact that Christ lives in you means that if you need help, you can rely on Jesus because he's inside of you. If you need encouragement to make it through the day, you can lean on him because he's inside of you. The fact that you've got Christ living in you changes everything. It gives you the confidence that you can do the things that God has called you to do. It can give you peace that you're going to be okay. Christ living on the inside of you means that you're equipped and able to handle anything that comes your way. So be encouraged today. That there is nothing you can face that you're not equipped to handle because you've got Jesus living on the inside of you. If I could share a few lines from one of my favorite songs that encapsulates this so perfectly, uh, the title is Yet Not I, But Through Christ in Me. Words that have carried me through difficult seasons. The night is dark, but I am not forsaken for by my side the Savior he will stay. I labor on in weakness and rejoicing, for in my need his power is displayed. To this I hold. My hope is only Jesus, for my life is wholly bound to his. Oh, how strange and divine I can sing all is mine, yet not I, but through Christ in me. hope you are encouraged by the glory of this mystery that is christ in you the hope of glory we'll take a minute or so to reflect on that to pray to meditate on what was revealed today and then i'll come back on the other side Thank you, as always, for listening to the Verse Podcast today. I hope that it is encouraging to you, uh, that it is building your faith and your fortitude to face whatever life is bringing you in whatever season you're in today. I've got resources for you to dive deeper into the scripture. I encourage you to do that and not just take my word for it, but to study and spend time with God on your own. So I've linked all of that in the show notes uh, as well as a link to my to You there with your friends. I'd love you to leave a rating and a review on the podcast. That helps the podcast grow and reach more people. So thank you in advance for that. I hope you can make hope louder today, my friends, in your life, whatever that means for you. I hope you can do it for yourself and for other people. Do that and then we will hang out tomorrow. Can't wait to see you.